If you've been thinking about starting a podcast and you want to include interviews with people across town, Riverside.fm offers unbelievable high-quality recordings regardless of your or your guest internet quality. And it also gives you separate audio and video tracks for each person speaking. And unlike Zoom, you don't have to install anything on your computer and your guests don't either. Head over to Riverside.fm and use promo code JazzyCast to get 60 free minutes of recording and 15% off a membership plan. Hey world, this is Jamie, host of the Jamie and Jenthy Show. Broadcasting live each week on Tuesday at 12 p.m. from Fishbowl Studios. Log on to hear sports talk from basketball to football and view your feedback on the biggest sports news you want to talk about from around the world. So be sure to log on each week Tuesdays at 12 p.m. to catch the Jamie and Jenthy Show. Hope to see you soon on Fishbowl Radio Network. Jump in. All right, welcome world. This is uh, Jamie. Welcome to the Jamie Ginger Show right here on Fishbowl Network. Um, I'm Jamie. Happy Tuesday. It's August the 16th, 2022. And, you know, I hope everyone's day is going well. It's going great. Um, I had an eventful weekend. None about me. But we're going to talk about um, the five coaches you should watch for during the NFL season. They could lose their job or they can be another they can be there for another season. So when I when I did this list, I said, man, you know, it sounds about right. You know, um, you know, these coaches here, um, one has a, one has a college mind and the other is too old. Maybe it's trying to transition to a, a younger Coaching, waiting. No, I mean, there's a lot of coaches out there, whether it's in college or um, in the NFL, whether you're a defensive coordinator, offensive coordinator, special teams, um, defensive back coach, position, whatever it may be. Um, there's a lot of coaches out there that um, want, want a chance, want an opportunity to coach an NFL team. Now, your franchise might have that issue. In the coming, in, the, in this upcoming season, whether they fire in season or after the season, me personally, I'm not a fan of in, in, in season firing coaches. You know why? I want to, I want coaches to finish on a decent note, and then you could say, you know what, we're gonna let you go because we want to turn to, and we want to, we want to turn into another direction. Where that direction leads, we don't know. So let me give you these five coaches that I think that are on the hot seat. And this is courtesy of MSN. So number one, Matt Rule. Okay, so I have a problem with Matt Rule. Matt Rule cannot decide on a quarterback. And Matt Rule, I can remember this, um, when they got Baker Mayfield, right, from the Cleveland Browns. I, 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 it's like, okay, is he going to be a starter? Or you got Sam Darnold there. You got uh, P.J. Walker there. Then you got Matt uh, Corral there. My only issue with the Carolina Panthers is you're still going out to Cam Newton. You have four quarterbacks on the roster. You just drafted one. Another played, uh, two played last season. And now you got another one from Cleveland. You gave them a bunch of draft picks. Like, the Cam Newton air is over in Carolina. Let him be. Like, stop 
thinking about Cam Newton to focus on these quarterbacks. Let's go. All right. So 10 of 23 in the NFC, NFC, um, South. Sorry. South. Um, you know, you, you think of the Carolina Panthers, you think of what legendary player can I think of? I mean, I can Newton, the coach Ron Rivera. I could think of Steve Smith. I could think of Julius Peppers. That's back in the old days. Now it's like Matt Rule. Who's that? College coach. Didn't do much in the, it hasn't done much in the NFL. Um, there's a chant going on right now for his name to get fired, which I agree with. Because anytime you, you, that you don't take accountability of, uh, of naming a starter for your quarterback, that's pretty messed up. Like you are the coach. You make those decisions. Not a, a defensive coordinator, not an offensive coordinator. You make those choices, Matt Rule. He can't take accountability. That's the thing. He wants to pawn the blame on somebody else. My coach cannot do that. He's not my coach. He'll never be my coach. But let's play that fire Matt Rule clip and let's let him explain that uh, that chant. Between soccer, between uh, the concerts, between football, to me, like it's been a tremendous to see the atmosphere, to see people coming out. So. You know, uh, I'm happy everyone's here. Even the guys saying fire Matt Rule right now. I'm happy that everyone's out here. Our players worked hard. They deserve it, man. So, now, what's the plan for Jason? You know, between soccer, between uh, the concerts, between football, to me, like. So you hear the guy in the background saying fire, fire Matt Rule. And this was at a Panthers fan fest where all the fans gathered together and uh, players talking about the upcoming season, expectations. And, and whatnot, just the, the fan experience. And some guy says, fire Matt Rule. Well, Matt Rule, we're tired. We're tired of you, you messing up this team. Like, dude, name your starter. When, when I, when I looked at the Washington game, neither quarterback looked great. Not, you know, the only quarterback that looked decent and he played well in the fourth quarter was Matt Corral, the rookie. He's not even mentioned. But we got Sam Darnold. We got Baker Mayfield. I mean, I understand it's preseason game one. But when we get to game three in the preseason, at some point you have to name your starter, Matt. Like, you, we cannot go through all this. You're in the NFC South with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, in the, uh, New Orleans Saints, and um, the Atlanta Falcons. I'm not worried about the Falcons. and I'm not worried about them. They're in full rebuilding mode. They know that. Carolina, you're not. Tampa Bay, you're not. You have the greatest quarterback in uh, in all time. Uh, New Orleans, I'm not sure what type of team you're gonna bring. Uh, you're gonna give us. So, the opportunities is there. Do I see Matt Rule getting fired in season? No, I don't see that. I mean, unless the team starts 0-6, then maybe. But, no. I don't see him getting fired in the season. I don't, which I don't like. Number two, Ron Rivera. And Ron Rivera, 
14 and 19 in two seasons as the commander's coach, or as you could say, the Washington football team, or you can say uh, the Redskins coach. I can say Redskins, right? Yeah. Okay. So, um, <laughs> name change from the Redskins to the Washington football team, then the commanders. And I just asked someone during the break, uh, before we got on, Asked them what are, what is the commander's logo? Every team has a logo. The Saints have one. Um, Minnesota has one. The Cowboys have one. Buccaneers have one. I was like, what is the commander's logo? Like, I don't understand this. Hmm. So someone has to figure that out for me. But nonetheless, Ron Rivera's on this list, even though I appreciate his uh, fight for fight. Was cancer in 2020. They actually won an NFC East title in 2020. Um, so I do like that. Along was, uh, you know, um, and he's one of my favorite coaches. I hate to see him on this list because the team has been underperforming and even in the offseason. Let's talk about the offseason. Okay. Your owner is in, at Congress now. For sexual harassment in the workplace. Saying, well, well, we have a great workplace. Well, no, you don't. Or else you wouldn't be going to Congress. Try to fight. To get, to become, to stay, to keep your job. No. Something's happening. Then you go from your defensive corner comparing the, uh, January 6th, uh, riot to Black Lives Matter protests. You can't do that. That's not even a comparison. You can't put, compare that crap. What? And then, um, you go from quarterbacks, right? Let's talk about quarterbacks. So Alex Smith, he retired. Dwayne Haskins, rest in peace. Um, I was hoping he, you know, I was, I was looking forward to seeing him, um, excel his career. But it wasn't going to happen in Washington, and he went to Pittsburgh, and you know, there's rest, rest in peace to him. Then you go to Taylor Heineke, which I think he played well last year. But he didn't have enough support. He didn't have an offensive line. Um, he didn't, basically he didn't have any receivers other than Terry McLaurin. So, it's not his fault. Then you go to Carson Wentz, which I think, this is his last year being a starter. If he doesn't get his game right. How are you going to go from Philly to Indy to now Washington and not get your game right, Carson? Like, dude, you're being, you're becoming a joke of the NFC East. You, there's no comparison between you and Dak. Dak is always going to be the, 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 the leader of the NFC East for years to come, unless he retires, unless they trade him. Dak is always going to be that leader. Not Jalen Hurst, not Carson Wentz, not even uh Daniel Jones. Dak Prescott is the leader of the NFC East. Whether they whether the Cowboys win the East or not this season, he's still gonna be the leader. And so let me let me so anyways, back to the topic. Um you had an eventful offseason. You had two tight ends retire. 
One said, okay, I'm going to retire, go back to school. But that's fair. You know, you go back to school and um, you go do your own thing. I think it's for art something. I, I can't remember. Another one retired due to injuries or not, I guess, I guess not having to care about football. Let me tell you something. Okay. If you retire before 30 or even before 27, before the age of 27, that means whether you don't care about football or you have some, some other adventures that you want, other endeavors you want to go chase after. And that's no problem. Like if you want to go and chase those, then chase those. Football, maybe football is still going to be here. There's going to be other guys out there fighting for an opportunity to get on the NFL roster. Um, whether it will be in practice squad, squad or in another league, there's always going to be opportunities for that person to take your spot. And so that, that, that right there is a little eventful, um, offseason for Ron Rivera. He doesn't need that stress. He's trying to win the title this year to keep his job. And if they fire him, it won't because of, it won't be because of him. It'll be because of the team. The team has underperformed. And they look, they look good. They got four of the best defensive players, um, in, in the NFC East. Now I could do, I could say that. But Dak on offense is always going to control the NFC East. So that's my Washington take. I don't know if someone tells me, hey, you know, commanders, we can go, um, I, I, I don't know. For, but for now, we're just going to call them the commanders. Number three, Pete Carroll. <sighs> Pete Carroll, man. You won the Super Bowl back in 2013. Could have been back-to-back uh, -back in 2014, but we already know what happened and all that stuff and what transpired. Um, you're 1-19-73 and 1 in 11 seasons. And you're trying to find that replacement for Russell Wilson. It's hard. Russell Wilson said, I'm going to take, I'm going to take my quarterback play, my family, my wife, Sierra, to Denver. I want to get out of Seattle. Seattle's just going full rebuild, which they are. But then again, you have Geno Smith and Drew Lockett. Geno Smith is the type of guy that should be in nowhere near an NFL roster. The way he plays quarterback. How are you gonna play quarterback when you, you, you can't even, you can't even skip out of the pocket or throw the football for that matter? The same quarterback that had a DUI in the offseason that says, no, no guys, don't, don't, um, don't, don't make it, don't make me out, out, out of a person. Don't make me as it is. No, dude, you, you got a DUI. Like, you could have injured many lives. In fact, matters he was not suspended in the NFL, but different story. He's not my starter quarterback if I'm Seattle. Drew Lockett is. Drew Lockett has that experience. Drew Lockett has that game. He just needs to get more opportunities to get on the field a lot more. And I, I anticipate that. Is Pete Carroll going to save his job in, in a dominant and uh difficult NFC West? I hope so. You got the Rams. You got the Cardinals. You got um, Rams, Cardinals. Can't remember the other team, but Seattle. This is your year. Let's go. 
full rebuild. I, I'm not, I hate that word, rebuild. Because you start from scratch. What if the rebuild doesn't work? I always tell people all the time, like you celebrate, um, you celebrate, we're excited for this to come, but yet when the season happens and another season happens, it doesn't work. That's what happened with the Rangers yesterday. The Texas Rangers yesterday. Why does the manager get blamed? Why is not, well, anyways, I'm going to explain that on the, on my next show and we're going to go from there. But be careful. This is your year, man. Let's go. All right. Number four and number four, uh, man, America's team. No, man. Oh, the 49ers was the other one. <sighs> Mike McCartney. His name gets popped up every single year, ever since the Cowboys coach. He hasn't been a coach for the full three seasons. This is, he's going, he's going, he's going into his third season. And it's like, man, he's on this list again. He's inconsistent. That's when you know a quarterback, a coach should have stayed retired. Stay retired. Go to TV. We don't need you. We got other coaches in the waiting. The coaches in college, uh, coaches in, in, in the NFL, uh, who are coronaries right now that need the opportunity and they need a chance. Jerry does not see that. Jerry saw a Super Bowl ring in his house and hired Mike, Mike McCartney because of that. Do you think he's going to give us a Super Bowl championship in Dallas? No. I don't see it. Then you got uh, the mayor of Dallas talking about a second team in Dallas. Like how? The craziness. But anyways, uh, Mike McCartney. Okay. Did you watch, did I, did you guys watch the game on Saturday? Did you watch, uh, the Broncos versus the Cowboys? Did you watch that game? It was born, right? By both teams. Well, actually, no. Denver played pretty well. I, I, I think they, uh, they whipped our asses, guys. We did play great football. Those guys that, that are trying out for the team, what the fuck did you do? Huh? Why are you trying to... You guys aren't even trying. 17 penalties for 129 yards? What are you doing? You had a whole offseason to fix that. Mike, those penalties cost us the, the, uh, the game. Did you not realize what happened? 17 in a preseason game. How are you going to fix that? This is your fault. Fix it. Or else we'll, we'll get someone else to do it. Not Sean Payton though. Sean Payton's uh, long gone. I don't want to hire Sean Payton. I don't want to even want to talk about that during the season. I will talk about the team itself. Fix your team, man. If you have to take play calling out of Kellen Moore's hands, then do that. But the defense, the defense is always going to be great. We're always going to be great. Not good, great. And it's sad that they're going to lead us during the season. They can't put points up. The offense can. And Mike McCartney, I'm sorry, is an offensive whiz. I thought he was. 
Green Bay fans, how'd you feel about Mike McCartney? Because us in Dallas, we're so-and-so. I've been suspect since day one. I thought they would go with uh, Marvin Lewis, uh, Eric Benenemy, or um, the coach in Oklahoma, which is, uh, well, well, he's at USC now, um, Lincoln Riley. But no, you go with Mike McCartney because of the Super Bowl ring in your house, Jerry. Some things will never change, man. Fix your game management situations too. Fix them. My last one, number five. Kevin Stefanski, Cleveland Browns. Okay, you're 19-14 in two seasons. It's a good record, Kevin. You go from Baker to Deshaun. I mean, Baker's not a quarterback, Kevin. He's not, but he took you all to the playoffs. Baker's more of a commercial guy. He makes all those commercials uh, for Hulu. Um, whatever commercial he does, Baker's in it wholeheartedly. You can get in, you can TV can never get enough of Baker Mayfield. He's not. A, we don't talk about his play on the field. We talk about his commercials he makes and how good they are, better than his play. And this is why he will never win the starting job in Carolina, in my opinion. But back to Cleveland. So you traded Baker because he's inconsistent. You know, I I would agree with that, but I don't go from Baker to Deshaun. Now, if you watch the game on Saturday, was it Saturday or Friday? I think it was Saturday. Against Jacksonville, Deshaun's first two passes were off. I mean, I understand you haven't played football in in a year, but Deshaun, come on, bro, really get it together, fix your game, Deshaun. Stop getting all these massages and fix your game, man. Come on, please. Like I, I like I don't I don't know what's going to happen to you moving forward, but Kevin Stefanski's job's on the line. He's got to win. I mean, or else you be, y'all both be out of the job. If I'm, and I'll explain more when I talk about division uh, division uh, predictions later on in my uh, later on. But Joshua Dobbs, Josh Rosen, Jacoby Brissett. If I'm you, I'll take that job. I'll be in the film room. Studying from X, Y, Z on, on a day in and day out in that film room, studying the playbook wholeheartedly. Cause I want y'all to be the starter. I want money y'all to be the starter for this Cleveland Browns team to keep Kevin Stefanski. I don't know how long Deshaun's going to be suspended. I, I don't know. I let the, that process play out, but. If I'm those three guys, I'm in that playbook. 24-7. If I'm those three guys, I'm in practice. I'm in the first, I'm, I'm the first guy there throwing passes to, um, whoever's out there. Make it a priority to keep your job, those uh, quarterbacks, especially you, Josh Rosen. You were the number three pick in 2018. 
and this is your sixth team? Come on, bro. Something's got to give, man. This is your year. Make it happen. Even the lonely Atlanta Falcons went from uh, Matt Ryan to Marcus Mariota. They just drafted uh, Desmond Ritter from Cincinnati. That was your job too. But you screwed that up. They said, no, we don't want you. We want you to go to Cleveland. This is your job, guys. It's your job to shine. Get it done. Now, I have a message for these five coaches. Except for Matt Rule. Matt Rule does not take his job. It seems like Matt Rule does not take his job seriously. Guys, take your job seriously. Come on now. If you want to be an NFL coach next season, you have to, you have to take it seriously, man. Hold everybody accountable. Uh, make aggressive moves on the field. Don't think about it. And allow the clock to run out. Make great decisions for this season. Now, that's my rant of the day. Now, coming up next, we're going to talk about the WNBA. Uh, I'm going to give you my prediction on the playoffs and how each matchup stacks up against one another. It's Fishbowl Radio. Till one day I said, fuck it, my mama suits on the 
Why you playing? Reaching the game, lose a hand. Where you stand? Where was she at? Where was them at? Where you done that? Where you live at? Another headline. Where you had at? Nigga, go home. Where your kids at? They be on my nerve. They be on my nerve. Mm -mm. When we lost Verge, I was on the verge. Mm -mm. I just hit the Louis store, had to splurge. Mm -mm. We just made a silent movie with no words. Mm. Guess who topping now? Uh, God got me now. Uh, guess who at Balenciaga? Guess who shopping now? Uh, they can stop me now. Uh, I've been popping now. Uh, Cardi, where your sister at? I need Henny now. Mm -mm. I flew in and out, 150,000. Mm -mm. Now even when they shout, gotta shout me out. So ahead, go ahead. Mm -mm. Now ain't even close. All of y'all is number two.
Welcome back, radio. This is Jamie again. Um, you know, obviously, we we did talk about the fire NFL coaches. I hope um, that you guys will replay the video and get a kick out of it. And you probably disagree with me, but that's okay. Don't care about your disagreement, but that's why sports is here. Now, let's talk about the WNBA playoffs. Yes, there is a playoffs for the WNBA. And the format is three five five. You know what that means? There's three first round games. There's five semi uh, conference finals. Then there's five finals. That is screwed up, messed up. Come on, WNBA. We want more games. You talked about uh, expanding your product. No, Commissioner. This is your fault. How do you go go from three five five? You just went for single elimination last the last what six years, and that that itself was stupid enough. Like why why can't you go five five five? Why can't we get five first round games instead of three? Really five? How are you gonna, how are you gonna get? We don't, listen if you try to compete with the the baseball season. That season will end up until November. That's fine. Okay, they play games every day in baseball. Um, the NFL, they play games every Sunday. Um, well, Thursday and Sundays. Okay, they're in the regular season. You're, you guys in the playoffs. Extend your season. Please. Now, my little rant about that. Anyways, let's get to these playoff games, man. Dallas Wings versus Connecticut Sun. Okay? Now, Dallas... I gotta tell you something. Alright? I love your team. I, even though I did not go to a game this season, yeah, I'm sorry guys, I not I was busy. Uh, but I love your team. I love the team that's in Arlington. Um, College Park has been great, great venue, home of the UTA Mavericks, all that stuff. So I love that. Now, let's talk about your matchup. You got, Key players for Dallas is Marina Mayberry and Tyrion McCowan. Now, Marina is the Patrick Bev of the WNBA. You know why? She's nitty gritty. And I just found that. I just did a whole, um, I think I watched a whole history on her. How she got so aggressive. How she becomes so mean on the court. And that comes from other siblings. So she had a so I guess she ha- has a older sister, an older brother, a little sister which by the way she's in college. I don't remember where she's at college where where she at, but I know that watching her little sister play, watching her play, they have the same similarities. But they do get the job done. The Mayberries do get the job done. And um 
And so those are the key players for Dallas. Now Dallas has a complete team from Mayberry to, um, there's a girl there, McCowan. Um, there's, there's numerous ladies out there. I can't remember on top of my head, but oh, Angel, uh, Alicia Gray. So that's another one. Connecticut, you got Jaquel Jones and you got the Tisha Heidenman. Now, Jaquel has that Facebook face up game to where she face up against the basket and, um, you know, gives you a little moves and gets to the back, you know, gets to her, her left shoulder. Tough to stop. Whereas, Natisha Hyman, you come, you go under the screen, she's shooting a three point shot. And so you can't let that happen, Dallas. You gotta get, you gotta get over the screen and contest the shot. That's how you're gonna stop the Connecticut Sun. Now, my keys to the series for Dallas, defense. You gotta bring that grit. You gotta bring it defensively. You guys got deeper depth than Connecticut has as far as defensive wise. That's why, that's why you could be the slight favorites, but you're not. Connecticut has a stronger team and a most experienced veteran team, but Dallas has the grit. Connecticut side is make Dallas one dimensional. So make them one dimensional. Um, so you don't have Enrique in this series. She's dealing with an injury. She has surgery. Um, that is your 20 points per game score. So you, Dallas is losing that. Uh, what I mean by one-dimensional is M- Marina Mayberry has picked up the slack. The last three games, she's averaged over 20-plus per game. And so um, that's where the offense is coming from. Make Dallas one-dimensional, meaning that Marina Make Marina pick up the slack for everybody on the Dallas Wings. Shut everybody out. Make Marina score all the points, basically. That's what one-dimensional means. Um, my prediction for this series, oh, man. Um, I wanted to give it to Connecticut in three games. Connecticut in three games, guys. Even though the commissioner is like, oh, no, let's, let's make it three games. Like, Commissioner, what the, what are you doing? Anyways, so Connecticut in three games. The next series I want to talk about is is a dramatic series. And this series is going to be over, over in a blink of an eye. The Phoenix Mercury versus Las Vegas Aces. Okay, so the key players for the Mercury is well, first of all. It's been a eventful season for Vanessa Nygaard. Now, do I feel bad for you, Vanessa, that you went through all that during the season and all the crap that you have been saying? Do I feel bad for you, Vanessa? No, I don't. I don't feel bad, Vanessa. You know why? Because of that one comment that 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 you 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 made about uh the uh, about. Uh, Diane Taurasi being, you know, um, being an all-star. The all-star game doesn't, ha- is not, it, it doesn't get played without Diana, Diana in it. Like, what the, what the fuck are you doing? Skyler is your all-star. That's how Skyler calls you a, gl- a clown on Twitter. Cause you are. 
But anyways, <laughs> so um, Sophia Cunningham, uh, Diamond DeShields. Those two players have been p- picking up the slap since Diana has been hurt. Diana, uh, I'm not sure if she's going to play this series. Scott is definitely not playing this series because she said, okay, well, my last game is August the 4th. I'm not going to play anymore. It went from being a non-COVID sickness to personal reasons. Personal reasons turned into a, uh, not showing up, not having any communication with the team at all. And so, Skyler, I'd like to say something to you. Skyler, what's going on? Why you got a bell, bell in a team like that? You, it, it's one day to not like the coach. I understand that. It's another thing to get, get into it was a Hall of Famer. Which that happened early on in the season. But, finish the season. Like, you're making it about yourself. And that's not you, Scarlett. That's not the Scarlett that I know. And I, I don't know her personally. I never met her in person. I never shook her hand or gave her a hug. I don't know her. But, the Scarlett that I've known from Notre Dame to, uh, to Dallas, until now, it's not the Skyler, it's not the Notre Dame of, uh, of, uh, Skyler in the past. She's changed a lot, and I understand. But I still love you, Skyler. I still love you. So, but, those are the two players for Phoenix that you should watch out for. Um, another one is, so, um, Felix, I'm going to switch over to Las Vegas. Las Vegas, okay. These are my two favorite ones. Kelsey Blum and AJ Wilson. Both of those players are averaging 20 plus points a game. Both of those players, both of those players, I just saw a stat the other day. Both of those players, uh, scored 700 points for the season. I'm so proud of those players, man. Can we drop a clap for those players, please? And we should also mention Becky Hammer. We should give her the award already for this was, they didn't change much. It was just more, uh, putting the ball in Kelsey's hands and then being able to complete the team. So the Las Vegas has a complete team that Phoenix does. Phoenix has a discombobulated team, but you know, Phoenix, Phoenix has a nitty gritty team that wants to be up there that can match up with Las Vegas. And honestly, this is, like I said, this is over. It could be over in, in, in a couple of days. Now, my keys. Phoenix, you stayed the course. What I mean by that, you won, you won two of the last three games to get into the postseason. You stayed the course. Sophia Cunningham, Diamond the Shields, uh, Shea Petty, Rihanna Turner. Those guys are not, those ladies are not household names, but they have been doing the job since Diana and Skyler have been out. And so, um, so stay the course. And Vanessa, stay out of the way. Your coaching sucks. Um, Las Vegas, depth. Use your depth. You got, you got your depth. You got depth from top to bottom. So use your depth. Uh, make Phoenix, 
um, use only six players. They, they wish they, which they, they have done. And during those players, four of those players are effective. So use your depth, Las Vegas. That's how you're going to get Phoenix out of their game. Now, another series. How about the Liberty versus the Chicago Sky? This might be, I don't, well, oh, prediction. Oh, I already said the prediction. But this series, this, I, I see the Liberty playing hard. They're not even going to be out coach because you got, you, you went from, went from meteorically to a Hall of Fame coach in Sandy Bondello. So, that's what happened in New York. Um, Sabrina Nescu and Miranda Johannes. I'm saying her name right. But Sabrina, I expect you to take control like you've been doing throughout the whole entire season. You got, you, the team is right for you, Sabrina. The bright lights are for you. Shine. Go out there. Play your best. Be the best point guard in this league. Be the face of this league. This is your series. I'm not picking y'all to win this series, but this is your series. Make it happen. They shoot a bunch of three-pointers, Liberty. Maybe you need to cut that down. Maybe you need to cut that down to the minimum. I see Chicago defending that, which, by the way, Chicago has Candace Parker and Khalil Carper. Khalil Carper is a scorer. I think Khalil Carper has a matchup. I match up against her, which she can take advantage of all day long. And so, that's where I see this is playing out. I see Candace Parkin leading the charge on defense, and I see Kalea Copper score, uh, leading the scoring on offense. What it comes down to is the keys. New York, get back in transition. Chicago likes to run. They like to run. They got a three-point shooter in the alley quickly. They got a point guard who likes to push, who likes to get... 10 plus assists again. You got another guard, uh, a Khalil Copper who likes to shoot mid, um, the best mid-range jump shot in the game. You got Candace Parker, the best low post in the game. Still, and I love Candace Parker too. Outside of Scott Vegas, I love Candace Parker. She's my favorite. Favorite player, favorite uh, analyst, all that stuff. So, New York, get back to transition. That's how you're going to win the series. Um... Chicago, defend the three-point line. We know the Liberty likes to shoot a bunch of three-pointers. You defend the three-point line. Make them drive. Get up there. Make them drive. Make them a driver. You got help. Was, uh, Cooper, I'm uh, sorry, was, uh, Candace Parker down there. You got that help. So, make New York out of their game. But prediction for this series, Chicago, it's over. 2-0. Chicago. So, that's the series for that. But, the last series I want to talk about. And this series actually might go three. I hate saying that, though. I hate saying that. Why can't you say, why can't you say Chicago in five? What? Anyways, I have a problem with the commissioner of the WNBA. She's She's ridiculous. But anyways, the Mystics versus the Storm. 
That's the four or five matchup. And the four or five matchup is always going to go to the limits. Um, the key pairs for Washington, you need to know, is Atlanta Deladon, uh, Shakira Austin, who is the rookie, and the, Natasha Cloud. Um, so, uh, Atlanta Deladon has got a bunch of rest. Um, do I expect her to play all, I mean, I expect her to play at least maybe about, uh, 20, 25 minutes maybe. Not too sure because the playoffs is like, you play one game, then you rest, and then the next game you play, or it could be like the NBA format. It could be you play one game, then two games, two games you're off, two days you're off, next game, then the next game. It is, is a revolver cycle. So, so I, I do, I do see Washington playing their game. I want Washington to play their game in this series. That means getting the ball down low, having Shakira Austin block the shots on defense, uh, Natasha Kyle leading the charge. Washington, you got a complete team. You, you don't have a lot of depth, which is another issue, which, by the way, WNBA, can you please expand the rosters to 13? I just saw, my girl NECA sit out for the Sparks for nothing. I mean, I know you're trying to play young player. I see it, but I don't know. I don't know how I will take it when the regular season ends. You're not in the playoffs and my veteran has to sit out. Coach comes up to me. You're sitting out today. I'll, I'll tell the coach, coach, I'm playing today. Trainer, get my jersey. Let me put on jersey. I don't care what the coach says. I want to play today. That's what I, that's what I've done with NECA. Like NECA, you came to this point. You are the leader. Anyways, so um, so um, so Seattle, Seattle has Brianna and Drew Lloyd. Now, Brianna, decent player, one of my favorites. I have a bunch of favorite WNBA players, guys. She's my favorite though. Drew Lloyd hit eight three-pointers on the last regular season game. That's one player you have to watch out for. She loves to score. Brianna Stewart loves to score, too. But she has more of a min-post, low-post game um, that Washington cannot defend. And so, so, and Seattle has that defense. They have a defensive-minded coach, like in the podcast we talked about. Uh, pre, prior, uh, previously. And so, we want to, uh, so, Seattle, we want to extend Sue Boy's career. We want to extend Brianna January's career. And this is, the, this is a series to do it. We want them to go out on top. Don't be like a Minnesota and say, oh, Minnesota, Sylvia Fowles is retired. We're not going to play hard. Nope. It's right there. You gotta win a championship, Seattle. Now, I do see this going three, Seattle's way. Seattle has a complete team, defensive team. Washington does not. Keys. The defensive three point line for Washington play with pace. That means play with, play your game. Make Washington play your game. Um, I'm sorry, make Seattle play your game. Cause Seattle's more of a, you know, half, half court offense. They want to play half court. They want you to play their half court offense. Seattle, push a ball transition. 
got pushing in transition. Like I said, Washington does not have, barely has any depth. Pushing in transition, make them use their bench a lot more because Mike Tebow, who's a coach of Washington, loves to use at least eight players. So they don't have a lot of depth. Use that depth to your advantage, Seattle. Now, gave my predictions for the playoffs. Um, TV schedules online. I hope everyone tunes in to the WNBA playoffs. Um, and we'll go from there. Now we gotta say goodbye to Liz Cambage. And I did, I did talk about this woman, this lady a long time ago. Probably about two weeks ago, I think I talked about her. How selfish she is. The world of rule rolls around her. I'm like, the world does not revolve around Liz Cambage, Liz. There's other players out there that we, we want to focus on. Liz, you're saying you're taking a break from the WNBA. A break to me is like you're gonna you're gonna do your own thing. You're not necessarily retiring, but you're gonna do your own thing. You're gonna take a break for for you. To me, you don't need to know. You don't need to announce that. We already know your intentions. You make it about you versus you, you, versus you can't make it about other people. That's how selfish you are, Liz. So if you retire from the WBA, you retire. You don't have a Hall of Fame attached to your name. You just have selfishness attached to it. And it's, it's too bad. Cause I, I cause I want to see you play. So, but it is what it is. But hey, that's our show, guys. Now I want to do shout out. I, I do want. I do want to do a couple birthday shout outs. Um, I want to give a shout out to my friends, um, Asiri Hilliard. Her birthday is on Thursday, so I want to shout her out a birthday, and also. And also, um, a birthday that is today, Brianna Rose, and I worked out with her uh, a few, I guess a few, you know, like a few weeks ago, something like that. And um, so, worked out with her. Uh, she, uh, so, she, you know, wonderful lady, all that stuff. Uh, so, today's her birthday. She's 21. Just want to give her a shout out. And, um, you know, that's that. I want to give a Siri Harris a shout out. Can we give a clap for those both ladies, please? All right. Good enough. All right, guys. That is our show for today. And I hope y'all enjoyed it. I hope y'all laughed. I hope y'all said he's mean. Yeah, I, you know, when, when it, this this year, when it comes down to it, you know, you gotta be a passionate sports fan. The NFL is coming up, uh, NBA is about to start up, and what in uh, late September, early October, baseball is about to end. So there's a lot going on, guys. A lot for me to keep up. Why well, your boy will keep it up though? He will have surprises. He will have more laughter for you. This is what the show is about. It's about laughing. We cry a little bit, but at the end of the day, we'll laugh. 
But I hope you guys join me on the ride. I hope um, y'all can give me some subscribers. We only need 22 more before we go live. So please give me my subscribers, and I and I will do my best to add more laughter, add more con, add more content, add more information. I'm willing to do the work. But till then.